Are you ready for this? We're here! Hi, what's your name? I'm Joe Fowler. Hi, I'm Ron Popeil. I chose anybody. Hi, what's your name? I'm Tom Purvis, trainer to the trainers. Hi, I'm Mike Levy. Hold on to your power rod. But wait. What are you doing? Call now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call or log on now. Call now. Call right now. Call in the next 18 minutes. Call in the next 16 minutes. Call in the next 7 minutes. Call these numbers right now. Hello and welcome to Call Now, where we plunge headfirst in the surreal world of infomercial. And while we can't offer you free shipping, we can guarantee that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are definitely those of this network. Thank you, Tim. My name is Dan Sturdivant. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host on this three-man we've known as Call Now. He's the third most recognizable Johnson & Wales alum that we'll cover in this episode. It's Mark Pedrotti. Hey, Mark. Hey. And you know what? I eat about a thousand meals wow. a year. I mean, think about that. You do the math and you might know this culinary cut up for working without fancy equipment, costly pots or pans or gourmet gadgets. But I think of him as a combination of Dom DeLuise and a pair of nice sneakers. It's Dave Sandrini. Hey, Dave. I'll use a pan and that's it. Looks like a skyscraper. Sky we got to start that over. I'm just kidding. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this guy's real cut up. Listen, if you missed it, check out the link for the full watch party, both as a podcast and on YouTube. Last week, we had our very formal introduction to the clever Cleaver Brothers. And even if the tuxedos seem kind of fucked up, it was worth every one of those seven infinibonded layers because we got wrecked and stacked with the vitality cookware. System. The following is a paid advertisement brought to you by HSN Direct. This is the amount of fats, oil, salts, and grease you consume in one year. Introducing Vitality, the next generation of cookware. So the Vitality cookware infomercial system <laughs> was a time travel again back to the lovely year of 1996 to to here where we got basically a full on Christopher Nolan. We have a show within a show, dream within a dream. I'm still dreaming. A double show situation where you have the Clever Cleaver Brothers. Hi, everybody. I'm Lee. And I'm Steve. And together, we're, we're the Clever, Clever Cleaver, Cleaver Brothers. Introduced first, followed by the standard infomercial set piece featuring Colonel alum Susan Crenshaw and strange gentleman Jim Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome our host, Jim Scott and Susan Crenshaw. This is a first, right? Where we have two sets of hosts. I have two of them. On two separate sets. Because most people will get two of them. With two separate audiences. Audience. Doing two separate pitches mm -hmm. for the same product. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I think as much as you're going to laugh at me and how much we made fun of them in our most recent episode, they made sense here. You have a good nose. And I don't want to get too much into them, but... They were like the anti-competition in the focus there. Ladies and gentlemen, the Vitality Stackable versus Conventional Cooking Challenge. When the others could focus on the product at hand. That's a good point, Susan. And I actually, watching it again, think it kind of makes sense. So you don't have your two hosts like shitting all over these things. And you have these two, these Goombas just like talking shit about the competition yeah. <laughs> yeah and i think dave you called that out last week too Rick. i feel like we're gonna like this when we rewatch it and start to get into a bit more and mark is on board i'm with you it's definitely a fun watch it's weird hey, sarge it's unique hey sarge but it's definitely a good time infomercial this is fun you want to try the paint stick for us it's kind of a library now i guess 
of infomercials that you expect to see based on the number of views that they have on YouTube. Like, oh, this is probably one that's a hammer or not. I'm going to cut this hammer up. But then for some reason, there's this weird area in the 90s where the power driver, obviously, being the best example, this, another one. Of the mid-90s of just something unique happening. But for whatever reason, even like the internet culture of just watch anything to fill your time hasn't caught up to this. Just take a look on the internet. Which is something that goes quick. It's pretty cool. Like we said, it's its own way to kind of- And our to podcast it. too. Nobody, they haven't caught up to watching ours yet either. Oh, gosh. Yeah, bad job by you. I mean, not oh, you. Yeah. If you're listening, you're doing a great job. Feels great. I liked it less. No! You look at less. What? Yeah. Shut up, Dave. I only liked it more because Dave said he was going to like it more. Oh. I know. <laughs> and I was looking forward to going back and watching it, but the dual narrative was very disorienting, I thought. Take a look. Right here. Because they didn't acknowledge it. Here I am in the light rub. And sometimes they don't. No, don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad. Right, like even in the hammer. Gimme. They didn't really acknowledge the bow was just going to come in hey. clean cut, looking cool. Dead center every single time. And just explaining everything. But like the rhythm of it made a little more sense. Yeah, well, and that bow was kind of like the objective third party. Yeah. And he was called a golf product specialist. Bo Riles, golf product specialist. Like, sorry, different course. He's doing a different thing, kind of. Yeah. I felt it was off balance. It feels more balanced. In the Cleaver Brothers. Two guys whose trademark is to bring fun into the kitchen. The Clever Cleaver Brothers. I definitely didn't like. Oh, uh, sorry. Clever. Clever Cleaver Brothers. The Clever Cleaver Brothers kind of. We don't want to deal with their legal department. I will restore law and order. Or uh, comediansandspeakers.com. A to Z. And I play the character of Stu on A to Z. I'm sure A to Z Entertainment is listening to everything. <laughs> That their algorithms pick up the words clever and cleaver. So they listen last episode. We got one! And they're, uh, they're tuning back. Yeah. They <laughs> they creep me out a little bit. Anyway. Hey, when you're a star, they let you do it. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're supposed <laughs> yeah. to do. That's all I do. Yeah, but... What specifically, David? What was it about the these lovely siblings? Why are they different than... Than Arnold. What do you expect? You're my number one customer. Why are these guys creepier than Arnold? No, no, no. Dave, this is what they are. You know what I mean? They're that little hole that Arnold throws his vegetables down. Buy loaves of meat. They're waiting down there. <laughs> they're slopping. Uh, they're there to slop yeah. it up there. Yeah. Eat up, guys. Tell me how good that is. Good trapdoor boys. Yeah. If part of the commercial was like, hey, we got to like just stab a couple people for a while. Uh-oh. Gull blade. They would use them to stab. They were. Oh, oh, that hurt. They were, they were punching bags. If the target is there and blown up, you will want to hit it. And... Hit it again and keep hitting it. Boys from Providence? Yeah. But still, they're not doing anything much different than Arnold. That's why you're going hungry and you come out star. Or even let's give him somebody else. Oh, yeah. You gonna try it? You see what Mark and I are doing? We're rubbing our soul patches. That's right. They didn't even cook. Like They have no heating element below. There's a stick. They said no. they're professional cooks and they didn't cook. They like, That was exactly what I was thinking. Did impressions. And, ah, Confucius say. You know, banged a couple pans. Let's put it to the test. Let's give it a shot. Oh, <laughs> I think that's the thing is that they didn't really pitch like we like the pitch back fat and bat wing they didn't do the pitch stuff. like they were kind of like we're a brother duo that does jokes we're the clever cleaver brothers don't you get it and we were like eh, yeah we don't really get it i don't eat meat well i think part of it is them being these personalities right so they are professional chefs we used to have a great chinese chef working here before i got the job who turned their love of food and laughter into a unique 
career as media personalities, cookbook authors, magazine columnists, popular science magazine, and as one pundit called them, stand-up chefs. Oh, sit down. The best thing about the blurb on A to Z Entertainment's website is they have some unattributed quotes, like the reviewer and a pundit. It's like people wouldn't go on the record to give you their honest opinion about the Clever Cleaver Brothers. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but they were known commodities. They were on The Tonight Show. They were on Live with Regis. Do you always dress like this, too? Yes, actually. Sometimes with less clothing, but yeah. we got dressed for the show, Regis. Fox and Friends. TV. CNN, Entertainment Tonight. So we're the Clever Cleavers, and we're here to say we get into food in an intimate way. For whatever reason, these guys had like a little bit of a moment. Momentum. They were a known-ish duo. Their Vegas-style show type of thing. So yeah, they weren't traditional pitchmen, but they also, they were weird, but they weren't absurd, right? Like, they also weren't going to a point where it was something we weren't expecting. Hey, Sarge! Everything was kind of on the same beats of two guys doing a pretty schlocky, half-assed comedy routine in a kitchen. Yeah, and I think I would have liked it more <laughs> if it wasn't this product, which was... Not a great product. Introducing Vitality, the next generation of cookware. You know, like if they if yeah. they came in for like two or three minutes on someone else's show, it might have been a little more fun. Like if they were in that house, like on that set with Billy Mays, and he was like, if they were the guys doing our yeah. dream obstacle course. Yes. I love the stair climber. With the ultimate yeah. ladder. We got the Clever Cleaver Brothers and the race is on. If you're vertically challenged. Winner gets to the top yeah. of the stairs. Step up in safety. Gets to stay in the house. Like when you're laying low in your motel off the highway. It's like, wait, one of these guys can't get out there. Yeah. He's like, oh, hey, Sarge. I guess I'm going to hustle. Hey, Sarge. And then, bam, Billy shoots one of them. The Clever Cleaver Brothers. Was shot in Los Angeles. Fade to black. Dave, I love this idea. Is You ask one of them to put their hand out there as you use one of the knives on it. The, yeah, it's like chopped straight through my ribs. You make sure that the ladder doesn't <laughs> click. Remember that click is the yeah. sound of safety. And you tell one of these numbskulls yeah. to climb up it. Yeah, like I like using them this way. Now you don't have to use eggs. So I guess in that sense, you could have probably <laughs> fucked them up a little bit in this one. Can you do a fall? Could I see a hat wobble? Sure, yeah, we can do a fall. You need us to do a fall. And a flargan style? Yeah, hold your hands behind your back and just fall on your face. Let's face it. Also, can you fire <laughs> that producer over there? I'm not going to make light of somebody losing <laughs> a job. Go get my dry cleaning. You got your dry cleaning. Yeah, you guys need. Yeah, they're like two guys who are both characters being played by Joey Gladstone. Cut it out. <laughs> you know, it's just like both of you, huh? All right. Yeah, yeah, Dan. Joey Gladstone. Great. Is it about red? Yes. He's doing the same. Cut it yeah. out, and they would sync up once in a while. Saved you time, space, and money. And harmonize. Yeah. We're the clever Cleaver brothers. There was no value in the two of them, right? If you had one guy who was just a character. Did somebody say muffins? Doing both of those things. That would be funnier. Yeah. I don't know if it's more believable or if it's just like, oh, this is just an eccentric cook. That feels right. Because cooking isn't a team sport. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, there's no real famous cooking duos in history, right? That's always like the hardest challenges on cooking shows to go. They're paired with someone to make a meal. It's like, ooh. Ah, that is very sneaky. <laughs> yeah. That's hard. Like different styles, different views. Then they go, you put a piece of meat in the bottom. An identical five pound roast. You put a potato in the middle and an eggies on top and we fucking cooked it. With all the trimmings using the Vitality Cookware. Tyson Wales, Culinary Department. You're welcome, baby. We asked the leading university. Not a ring endorsement. <laughs> Wait, which one went to Johnson & Wales? Both of them. No way. That's where they met. No, that's where, no, come on. That's why Mark's the third, fourth, best known. Emerald went there too. Hey, everybody. 
everybody. It's Emerald. Man, these guys are very Rhode Island. No, I said, no, damn it. God, you broke it. What'd I do? I had you pegged as the third most recognizable Johnson and Wales alum that we would discuss today. And you had to, you pushed yourself down the depth chart. I take no responsibility for that. That's on you. I went to Johnson inhale. Smoke. Oh, <laughs> smoke weed every day. <laughs> you get those suits in Providence? Brian, you're in a suit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> this thing for 30 minutes, they don't show you how to cook anything. Yeah, we got some Southwestern stuff, cabbage. That's throughout. No. That's both narratives. That's the dueling narrative. Yeah. Christopher Nolan effect. Feel this progression further and further back in time. It's a pan. You are the pan. It's a pan. I got pan sword on the pan now. Yeah. It's a pan. Are you saying pan it's a pan <laughs> that you stack and it's like you don't have to use the other burners it's like that's not the issue man the issue is which one we have to clean <laughs> that means cooking an entire meal on one burner you know you still got 10 dirty pans and now the bottoms are extra dirty so the other food is bubble up yeah. on it jesse how'd you find it to clean bad enough with the flame and the burner but so dave let me give you their origin story since you are so curious i think it's only fair to bring you and all of our loyal listeners up to speed so their given names are Lee Garavitz and Steve Casarino, baby. I'm Lee. And I'm Steve. And they did indeed first meet as students at Johnson and Wales. Just watch Mrs. Johnson. The College of Culinary Arts. A piece of art yucko now. So after graduation, Steve studied under master chefs in London and Paris. We even have a London taxi cab to make it more fun. And then his career took him from assignments as a head chef on a Monte Carlo yacht. With Buddy Cianci. Contact Buddy. And Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I do what I want, how I want, and when I want. And Mike Keenan. I think Mike Keenan's a genius. To sous chef of the Melbourne Hotel in Brisbane. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Good day, mate. Let's not. While Lee pursued a corporate culinary career as a chef at Nashville's Opryland Hotel. Nashville. And instructed with National Restaurant Association and menu development manager for... And he guesses, and he guesses, fast food, fast food chain, fast food chain. McDonald's. This is good. What do you got, boy? No, no, no. Breakfast, Dave. What do you get for breakfast? What do you get for breakfast? Dunkin' Donuts. Waffle House. Okay. Wrong. Incorrect. Okay. Think about a different place. Think about a mascot with a big white head with a pointy head. Big white head, pointy head. Comes out of a box. His name begins with a J. It comes out of a box. It's a uh, fast food the Terminator. Jack. Jack in the box. Nice job, Dave. Take a lap. Several years later, their paths crossed unexpectedly. While jogging on the beach in San Diego. There's no way they were jogging. I tried jogging. Come That's on. a meet cute if I ever heard Classic. Of Classic yeah. love story. They're not jogging. Running with the paint stick. Yep. And that's when they decide to produce a video cookbook for beginners. So it's classic boy meets boy. <laughs> Boys go their separate paths in the culinary universe. Boys go jogging shirtless in San Diego and decide video cookbook. You know, it's not too dissimilar from our origin story, guys, where we were sitting around drinking beers on Zoom you know, during a pandemic, and then we're like, oh, let's take our shirts off. Uh, <laughs> today's scene, I think, would be a good opportunity for me to take my shirt off. I like to imagine they jogged by each other, and they were like, hey, did did we, did I meet you in Tijuana last night? You're not uh, the Bellman. <laughs> and then the other one was just like, no, you fell in love with me in Tijuana last night. <laughs> Believe you've got some very pressing problems. <laughs> Tijuana is really close to San Diego, guys. Take a look at some of these charts. <laughs> anyway, that's how they met. That's the Cleavers, man. I mean, that was a big turkey, man. They almost needed to have a serious conversation to be like, all right, one of us is going to be the guy. Yeah. If this is going to work, maybe one of us should be like, try to run. The other guy can be prop. It's the two CEOs complex, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, that's not going to work. They try to do it. It's no great. They kind of try to do it. Like, they do the Gomer pile. <laughs> Gomer, quit your jarring and go look. Thing, and it's like, he doesn't fully commit to it. Hey, Sarge. If you're the dope, you have to stay the dope. I mean, he does it twice, but 
you know, <laughs> like if the big guy was running around in the background, like falling over stuff while there was right. a pitch man, that's a bit that works. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But they weren't all that much less confusing than our other hosting pair. Yeah. Which were Susan Crenshaw. Susan Crenshaw. Whom we love. Yeah. I say the royal we is call now because I know that Dave and I love her. And I think, Mark, you're a Susan fan. You guys think so, don't you? It's tough to have anything bad to say about her from what we've seen, right? You know, I'm glad you said that. Being the counterbalance to your boy Bo and the perfect steak. Instead of beef, we're going to go to chicken. And then here, weathering the assault from Jim mm. Scott. <laughs> yeah. Where I was legitimately scared the whole time. What's wrong, Eli? Just because Jim seems like someone who's from a different era, like not even from the 90s, just seems very uh, disconnected from any time that he was a Like the guy would get killed early in a John Wayne movie. Like a like he would knock something over in a bar, mm-hmm. spill a drink, and grab a woman and just fucking ice him, and then like move on to the plot. Like, oh, why'd they have to shoot that guy? Like, you always shoot. I haven't lost my temper in 40 years, but Pilgrim, you caused a lot of trouble this morning. But the bullet missed this time, and then I was nervous for Susan for their half of the episode. I got it, Dan. I know what it is. Here's why the bullet missed. Yes. Because that guy, go back to the pier. Remember, that's a grapefruit. Right. Go back to Atlantic City. We teach you how to make the apple bird. This is the guy that's like got the last booth on the left. You know what I mean? Am I right or wrong? That everyone's like, I don't know, man. This is, his approach is kind of off. I know you're dying for a piece of this. And he's just hammering it. Why is he so close to everybody? Shows up Look. every day and he's just like, he's still selling shit. That's who that guy is. It has to be. You know what, what I mean? What about it this way? What if he was from the pier and was good on the pier by himself and then they pair him up with somebody who's a TV personality and it just doesn't do? Television personality Susan Crenshaw. Yeah, that could be it too. I think that could definitely be it because the production of this one is mm-hmm. gonzo. I am the gonzo. Yeah, that's a good one. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you need four pitch people? Yeah. Right? Like, that's the weirdest thing because... The product itself is simple. Sounds like it's easy. It's a pan. I think I might be able to help with a pan-pam dilemma. It's a set of stackable, unbreakable pans. That are supposed to replace an entire kitchen, kitchen staff, potentially Freddy Kitchens. Help me, I'm shrinking. And why they're so amazing, other than the fact that they're dangerously stacked on one burner. The entire meal was cooked on a single burner on the stove. Tell you a little secret, won't you? Coming close. Can I show you something here? Let me tell you a little secret about something I like to call. In a bond. Oh, what is that? Powder course. Uh, what's that? Okay. Seven layers. No, 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 not six. Vitality seven step in Finibon nonstick coating. Seven. Aluminum? First. The aluminum? <laughs> oh, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking child. I mean, I'm just asking. I'm not, I'm just not sure. I mean. Queen's Mute Dave for a bit. This is it's really fucking important, okay? First. It's liquefied stainless steel. Liquefied stainless steel. Good. That sprayed over stainless steel pan shell. The stainless steel pan shell. This special process creates peaks and valleys that are permanently integrated into the pan. We go out into the mountains in the, in the fall in Virginia. You know what that does? You going to tell us? That forms a rugged plane for that nonstick code. Now, we've all heard about the swing plane hundreds, if not thousands of times, right? You want that. Next. One separate coat? <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. Two. Separate layers of nonstick coating are applied and cured. The nonstick coating is now forged with strong stainless steel, brother, to form an enduring bond. And that's important to me. And then a special sealer is added, ensuring a permanent finish. And the result is infinibon. 
give me. So it's magical. It looks magic. But that's the fucking difference. Aluminum? Jesus. God. You see what they did to aluminum? He smashed it. <laughs> aluminum is a child's pan. Peter Pan's got kids. You see what Arnold did to aluminum? Put a knife. Yeah. We used to take and cut up a can to show you. They, they, they used to make these cans out of steel. Right now, they're making them out of aluminum. They used to make these cans out of steel. Buy loaves of meat. All right. Growing up, it has to be stainless steel. It needs seven layers, 64 mm -hmm. for it to count. How many's out? One. One, two. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Three. Here we go. Four. That's Five. Crazy. Yes. I got But yeah, it's a simple product. The stacking thing seems like, I guess that's the only thing that made it an infomercial yeah. product though, right? The fact that they're yep. like, all right, you can stack it. Otherwise, it's just pants. <laughs> but they also didn't they didn't invent steam rising either like you don't know that that's a good point sir no show me the paperwork you don't need to explain how it works <laughs> it's very very yeah. simple but what about steaming yeah. vegetables jim no and they didn't yeah they just said you <laughs> they stack things there was never that's the problem great point not only do they not need to mm -hmm. they didn't they don't <laughs> they cut out the they, middle man. It's very like, you know, it's top heavy. Like an identical five pound roast. It's like, we got the stackable product. The stack and rack system. I think they just were like, they're like, it's a stackable cooking system. And they're like, awesome. I'm not putting this in my system. And I think a lot of those other meetings were just, you know, maybe ignored or maybe cocaine. I don't know if this is good for you, bad for you, whatever. A little bit, you know, where they're like, we're already getting paid. Don't worry about it. And it's like, who's, who's getting paid? And it's like, we are. <laughs> this thing stacks, you know, that's it. We got the Cleaver brothers coming in. They got the white bag. Yeah. You can put on freezer bags. The whole thing, to your point, being off-balanced is uh, very fair. I mean, that was a question. I also had questions right at the top of the show, right? They come in, and they're shown in one set of tuxedos, no coat but a vest and a bow tie in a kitchen. And then they dissolve in from the audience pan, and they're in a different kitchen in different tuxedos, this time with... With top coats and no bow tie. Then the Christopher Nolan infomercial, then infomercial with Susan and Jimbo. But yeah, they tried to fucking rationalize that stacking as a positive. That was when I I had to fold my cards and just ask why. Religion, greed, money, sex. But why? 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 Yeah, and uh, as always, it's easy to dismiss the stuff as a joke, but we have to consider the whys of each show, and there are, like always, a lot of them. Guys, this product reads kind of like they took a 7th grade Slackers science fair project and took it to market. The most versatile kitchen appliance on the market today. Like, because oh, the steam. I get it now. Immediately. <laughs> the scent is in the steam. That's very clever. I like that. <laughs> I like to imagine this kid, you know, this kind of guy that was supposed to do the dishes, do a science project, and walk the dog all in the same hour before he <laughs> like was going to watch the simpsons or something and a surprise move oj simpson has offered to give an interview to cnn before he got his next movie <laughs> <laughs> as he's scrambling to finish said dishes he sees a bunch of cruddy pots of pans stacked on top of each other the stack and rack system while the poor labrador stares from the doorway and like archimedes said eureka vodka 
That's what they drink, isn't it? The vitality <laughs> pan thing. Okay. That means cooking an entire meal on one burner. <laughs> I guess the Cleaver Brothers are entertaining, but like I said before, I think they were just eerier than they were charming. Watch. Double narrative doesn't work because it's lazy. It's a nice cooking system. Maybe if they kicked it back and forth, you know, acknowledging each other, it could have saved something. Or maybe if Susan and Wilford Brimley... Uh, got on stage with the Cleaver Brothers. That could have salvaged some fun. We got dressed for the show reason. <laughs> People call us Chef and Nails. But unfortunately, we were set to endure a really long kind of teleprompter show that was missing something. And it's only taken 3,000 years to find it. Guys, we kind of already covered this, but am I wrong? Am I right or wrong? The Cleaver Brothers did not save the show on this one, did they? No. Uh -uh. Nothing saves the show on this one. Not only can people save money, they can make money. It's, it's the simplest product we've ever seen. Nothing is ever as simple as it sounds, is it? And what they're like, we need 28 minutes of content. We might as well throw out two jamokes. That, that is a lot of We might as well throw out mm -hmm. a nice lady on there who you're going to smile when you see her. That's sweet. Some weird guy. Let's just ruin Susan Crenshaw's yeah. career. Yeah. She's very nice. It's like, oh. Yeah. It's not <laughs> trying hard the whole time because it doesn't need to. It's I mean, not that hard. I think you watch a call now bit, you know they stack. In the stack and rack system. You know how they're rises a whisk of steam you know it's competing with all the different non-stick pans out there with this is your typical collection of pots and pans that you might have at home seven different steps to make these things vitality seven step infinibon non-stick coating what they are and you throw out these two guys and like and you got like the one two punch it cooks faster it cooks it's still cooking more efficient all the same time on one burner i save time and energy you save money like how would you like to save time and money it's about as simple i think as yeah. we've seen oh that's so simple yeah and part of it to be positive about it would be to shine some of that Stan Jacobs light on it. They didn't want to really tell any lies. Let's play truth. Right? He's like, we got to stick to the integrity of what can this shit actually do? Cook entire dinners on one burner. Because, all right, so we need a goofball. Hey, Sarge! We need goofballs to be goofballs. We're no, the Clever Cleaver Brothers. brothers. That's like what you would normally replace with this can do any and everything. It's like, oh, have these guys do the normal things, but in a silly way. An identical okay. five-pound roast. And then, mm -hmm. all right, and then there's the actual infomercial bit over there. Wow, I'm actually shrinking. You get to, you know, your commercial, your call now bit. This is the fat, oil, salts, and grease you consume in one year. That's fine, and we filled it up. Good, close enough. Yeah, you might be right. Oh, yeah. But you needed someone with a little bit more Mick Hasty. Yeah, that's a good point. Just be like, nah, it's not about stacking the pants. It's about... I don't even fucking know because they're just pants, but like non-kitchen use case. Imagine you've got a camper or an RV. This would be great. Like anything else. Yeah. Is there a special food that you can make in these pans because you have all of them? Yes, both. Are there foods that are best served to like move pan to pan? On the pan now. Yes. Like, I don't fucking know. No, there is because right. they mentioned it. I just did it right in front of you. What do you think? They say you can make your entire meal, your entire dinner in one stackable system. The entire meal was cooked on a single burner on the stove. So do it. I don't know how I could do this at home with any other machine. They never did it. Like they never, they made roast. Cook a five pound roast. With those shit potatoes and those shit vegetables. Asparagus. With all the trimming. But they didn't take it from zero to finish. They didn't cut it open either. Yeah. Like they didn't show you it being no. done. They're like, no, 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 They're, we get paid by the hour. They didn't show you how to make dinner. <laughs> you love making homemade sausages. Nobody ate. No. Eat up guys, tell me how good that is. Yeah. Did nobody have a bite in this whole thing? No, and they didn't prep either. There's no prep either. Whoa. Susan did, she took a vegetable. I'm gonna cook five different vegetables all in the same pan. Yeah. Oh, uh, poor Susan. That was it. I think she faked it too. Mm, this is good, you know what? 
my children would eat these vegetables. Yeah, conspiracy. that was the only instruction when they steamed the vegetables. If you cook all the vegetables at the same time, aren't they all going to end up just tasting the same? But like if you're selling this thing as like the all in one dinner, the entire meal was cooked on a single burner on the stove. Like maker, then get the gorillas, yeah. the hungriest gorillas. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. They should have had a stove. Stove is that going to be a oh, problem? Fine. With four sets of these going yeah. and being like, man. You having a party? But I'm gonna get this party rolling. Listen, we know not everybody's gonna wear four sets. I have two of them because most people will get two of like, them. And that's like the Mick Hasty thing, right? Yeah. Mick and Mimi's famous 15-minute party. Where if you don't say, you don't think about it while you're watching it until after the fact, where you're like, wait, who would have 14 magic bullets? Who would steal 30 bag lunches? You can't do all that shit. It's like, well, mm -hmm. you know, you can do all that shit. You just have to do it serially. You can parallelize it. Sorry. Yep. Sorry to say, Graham. But with this, they're just like, well, nice. People just order once. It's like they were two by the book. No, the cookbook is free. Which is weird when you've got two fucking guys wearing tuxedos and doing awful impressions and accents where it's like, oh. We, we got Cajun gumbo. That's sausage and shrimp with a red gumbo sauce. Super wild rice. Yeah, yeah you just kind of do whatever. It's like, well, then why don't you show us an Italian dinner? Lemon pepper pasta. Show us that gumbo with wild yep. rice. Yeah. Gumbo. These had still cuts of each of those. Like, show all yeah. of it. Show us the pre-cut gems, baby. Mm -hmm. They're not competing with Eric Thies's, like, bullshit gadget. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> have settings for this and that. And You know, I'm glad you said that. Like, they're not trying to... But Ronco existed. That's a good point, Susan. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, this wasn't before gadgets existed. They've been told that different type of gadgets are going to help them get in shape. But I could tell you right now how to do Italian in this. My family are Italians, you know, so I'm going to buy my shoe for them. Are you? I am. Yes, I am. You boil the water in the bottom one. Low country how? boil. Put the spaghetti in there. Hungarian paprika pasta. The next one up there might be sausages. Fresh salmon sausages. And you do your saucepan of like tomato sauce up there and one of those. A little basil. And then you do some vegetables and you steam in the top of that. I don't eat meat. I bet you there's no cookbook or learning curve of me having to figure out how to use it. You know, I teach martial arts. And they also give you like a saute pan. A small saute pan. Spoiler alert, Barry Ozer. I've been heavy all my life. Which you can't stack. You don't only have to do this on one burner either, right? Like there could have been just some practical application. Like, oh, you can just use this to cook like a person also if you felt I'm going to cook five different vegetables all in the same pan. You know, like <laughs> you can bread your chicken, pound it out nice and flat. That's going to the saute pan. And look, the whole rest of your meal is right here in this stack. It's like, oh, even that's better because now I'm only using two burners instead of four. 1101. Because I guess that's a really valuable energy saver because just so much energy coming out of there. They save the planet. I don't understand how you organize a meal like that. It doesn't make any sense. And this way, everybody gets to eat at the same time. I never liked that. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, I've planted my flag there with definitely in the air fryer XL grill. We have superheated cyclonic air. Where it's always like the rule of strongest smell wins. It smells yeah. so good in here. I guess the word got out. I think still applies even if they're separated by pans. You guys think so, don't you? That steam's going to keep rolling up. The rolling bowl. Yeah. And you can't cook fish. You don't just steam fish, but maybe that's why it was all gray. I don't know. Fish pasta. Summer fruit pasta. Ooh, we're doing it here with the fish pasta mm -hmm. system. French champagne pasta. It felt like they should have just been like, are you tired of your foods and meats not all being the same shade of gray? Audience, do you like stale, broken tortilla chips? Maybe you haven't put enough water and steam into them. Throw the broccoli away. Drink the water. Uh, oh. Oh. 
power steam from. And that'll be done. The butter in the fishbowl was awesome. Here's the butter. I want a fishbowl full of butter, man, hey. like Jim Scott, <laughs> to demonstrate how much fat people cook. I don't know, I man. Like, I don't know about that one. I was like, why do you have a fishbowl of butter in a man? It was, it was butter, salt, lard, cooking oil, and chicken skin. It also does chicken. Yeah. All in one. All the best things. If you just dumped all of that in a cast iron and just let it come up the temp, you just put that on anything. It'd be it would so be. fucking good. That's season it well. <laughs> they didn't use that example as something you would avoid. Not anymore. It was like assumed that you were supposed to avoid that. You say, people use this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Like, Look how disgusting. It's like, why wouldn't you just say that? Mm-hmm. If there was a component on this that drained out the fat and it was like, this is the amount. I wasn't jiggling as much. Right. Like, this is the amount. That would make sense. But yeah. they just bring out a fucking fishbowl with butter and chicken skin in it. <laughs> Sauces, butter. It was launched. Right at it. Made no sense. Zarp. Zarp. You could also present it differently where yeah. you could have the fishbowl sitting there and then you do the side-by-side rotor razor challenge. You switch tools! Where you're cooking the meal. The pressure cooker Excel is part of my family. And you say, well, here's where we would normally put in all this butter. Hey, hey drop it in the bowl. We're keeping it clean because we're using the cooking system. <laughs> That's the whole system. And they just stick to the cooking system. They drop the butter, man. Buy a little butter while you're waiting there, man. And then they come back. Oh, it's time for that lard. No, 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 not in my meal. You dump that in the bowl with all the other undesirable. It's called the bun and thigh door. And then you build up a cast system to go to your cooking system. Because I'm doing today. And then at the end, you've got that awful mess that you don't want to deal with. Jenny, you're going to love that. But over here, you've got, you have Vitality. Watch. Oh, the name. Vitality? Eh. Feels like a fucking reach. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll give it that just because every other one of these has a bad name. You're right. This is a mess. You're like, wait, what? Power XL Air Fryer Grill. At least this had its own unique name to it. Hi, what's your name? Like, it wasn't Ron Popeil's yeah. blah, 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 blah. Hold it run ronco blah 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 and at ronco.com you can order the showtime rotisserie and barbecue i don't think ron ever did pants i'm trying to think remember folks because he did the dehydrator and i happen to love beef jerk he did the rotisserie you just had the cutlery. $840 of the finest stainless steel cutlery. Is system just a replacement for pan? I think I might be able to help with a pan-pam dilemma. An infomercial? Yeah. I think when you get multiple pans that work system. together, they're allowed to call them a system. System. You got a system that I got a system. system. But the perfect steak is just one pan. No, don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad. Well, actually, a pod, yeah. steak pod. Steak pod. No, it had a system. Mm-hmm. A steak pod. Yeah. <laughs> Time, temperature, thickness. Guys. Three T's? Yeah. Stacking rack system. I don't eat meat. I've known you for a long time, Joyce. I know you don't, but how about, how about? No, what this does at the beginning <laughs> is brilliant. And this is all on second time watching it. That's why my passion's here. One of the Cleaver brothers has the egg in the pan <laughs> and he starts swirling it around. Basically like. Susan, if this was another cooking show about this point in time, I'd be sliding an egg around trying to show you that I... nothing sticks to our cookware. Yes, there's pans that just do this, but this is not what we're trying to sell you like. That's the gimmick shit. It's like, yeah, everything rolls around in the yeah. pan. It's like, this is not what it is. It's not this cheap pan. It's not this. And it, it is what it is. It's what it is. It's what it is. What it is. It's what it is. It's what it is. It's, it's what it is. It's three new pans. I got three full racks of ribs in there. You can have in your kitchen. Most people have very small kitchens. Well, okay. All right. Well, let's head to the Ronnie's. We all know infomercials love to claim that the products they're pitching are award-winning. But let's not forget that they wouldn't have any of those imaginary awards without the hard work of the stars of these infomercials, and that's why each week, the boys hand out the Ronnies, their acknowledgement of the greatest moments of these informative and supposedly objective works of art. 
They're named in honor of the godfather and patron saint of TV pitchman, me, Ron Popeil. Let's kick it off with the Lynn Gerhardt. There's a treasure underneath. Award for best value proposition. And it's really kind of the cookware standards, right? All right, Dano. So our nominees are the health benefits. Mm -hmm. We're going health. We're doing here with the healthy system because we mentioned all the, the butter, lard, fat, flavor. Here's the butter. And chicken skin. With gloves on. I kind of wish they included the fishbowl so you could like also demonstrate it to your family, like how much healthier you're being. So one, you still spend the money on those things, or at least you that's how you get rid of them out of your house is you transform for your new lifestyle. But you know, you're doing it here with the, the fishbowl sits. Just on top. The fishbowl sits on top of everything. Can I show you something here? Yeah. The fat goes up. Back fat and bat wings. Cooks the fish in there. <laughs> <laughs> Melts through your counter eventually. That's fine. Countertop magician? It's good for you. I know everything that's in here, so it's all natural. It's very helpful. Speed? I mean, I guess they're saying the speed was involved with the efficiency of like versus the conventional oven that was the big thing right where they talked about the roast was taking for forever going for pile it's still cooking yes but like if you put foil on it it cook faster too right it's just because it's enclosed heating as opposed to sitting in open air mm-hmm. <laughs> so easier cleanup no is it easier Wrong. no uh-uh. i'm still using the same number of pans that's where the ease of cleanup comes in is when there's fewer pans unless which they didn't do on the classic John Parkman ones where we haven't covered as of yet. But like you ever seen where he cleans the pan with the feather duster? I think it was mm-hmm. in Pitch People, what he does with Nancy. Yeah. He cooks with the pan and then just cleans it with a feather duster. That's how he's saying, like, yeah. this shit is that nonsense. Yep. They didn't, I mean, I guess the egg swirling. They wiped it with the uh, paper towel after they did something in there. Paper towels to the rescue. Look quicker, pick a rubber. Yeah, and there was nothing in it. There was yeah. nothing on it. But. Yeah, they went that route, but they lost focus because cocaine. But <laughs> yeah. anyway. They didn't commit. And then our final nominee is the transitive property cheaper. So this thing costs you 200 bucks out of pocket. 18. But they say that you're going to save so much on energy. You'll cook with half the energy in half the time. <laughs> Only having to use one burner. I think that's cool. That, uh... You're going to make that money back in space. But Mike, not only can people save money, they can make money. They're basically giving you free pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, is there any value to it? Yeah, I mean, healthier, no. That doesn't matter to someone as nice and slim as you. But what about people like me? It didn't show that. Well, it's a lot more than about being fast. Faster, no, it's a pan. This is a global pandemic. Easier cleanup, no, it's a pan. <laughs> now, look, let's start with the pan. And you're just dirtying the bottoms. The only thing I can think of <laughs> is if you're able to find a recipe that you are, like I was saying, like boiling spaghetti and then heat, spaghetti. And then heating up the sauce in the oh. pan above it. And it just, it does transfer the heat that way. If you could figure that out yes you are technically using two to one less burner yes so you are saving energy by not using a burner but it's a stretch we're teaching the muscles to condense yeah i'm going with that one well and i'm sorry let me ask you a personal question there's a nominee that we've omitted and it is the durability durable so this is the heart and the soul of the case of the infinibon infinibon and i don't know if you guys remember they did the yeah. torture test look at this torture yeah. test <laughs> where they scraped a metal spatula against it ninety thousand times after a hundred nickels being uh shaken around in it so. hey i found a buffalo nickel that was pretty good yeah. a metal spatula is scraped against infinibon over ninety thousand times yeah so if i can't be swayed either way the durability of the Infinibon 
At least that was one thing that I felt like they took the time to sell me. It is made out of fine surgical steel. And I appreciate that now. I apologize for omitting it from the original selection. We are deeply sorry. Nominees. Sorry. Mark, I don't know if that changes your opinion. Yes, it does. That one's mine. This one's mine. You can't have it. Yeah. See? We're sorry. All right, Dave. Now you try to now you try to sway us, son of a bitch. Whoa! <laughs> I think that that's the right pick. That doesn't matter. But Thank for you. this particular... It'll stay non-stick for a lifetime. And that's important. Guaranteed to never scratch chip. Yeah. A... Lifetime guarantee. $200 and you're done with pans for your life. This will be the last putter you ever buy. I feel like That's I'm it. the adult in the room. Shut up, Dave! For like, Whoa. for the... Whoa! Okay. For the boardroom right. on this. Like, I feel like somebody pitched me this product. Sell me this fucking pen right here. Me and Mark are like, That's great. This is great. <laughs> they showed me this infomercial. Can you break another... Can you smash another pan? Let's give it a shot. Oh, yeah. I was like, guys, why are you making a building out of pants? Why are you in a tuxedo? And here's what I want them to do. Here's what I want them to do. So I abstain, but what I want them to do is, okay, let's have a base steaming pan. And then you put on top of that, like a steamer, like one of those light little, you know, aerated steamers. They send you a rack? Yeah, but like, you know, show us. They're not showing us how to do any of these things. Like, show us how to prepare a meal. I want you to hit me. As hard as you can. Show us how to start from A, B, C to D. That's working. <laughs> Overtime. And make a meal out of this thing. And then maybe we can sell it. But like the way it is now, fellas, it ain't happening. <laughs> None of these get picked <laughs> for me. I can't do it. I will not do it, Master Bruce. I will not do it. But if you're not going to use them, they'll last even longer. <laughs> Two lifetimes. So I think that even bolsters the case. I have one of the pans yeah. that they're attacking in this infomercial. It's like I've had it for a decade. You know, you know what I mean? It's, it's like that, that's a great idea, but I don't know. But you do have other pans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. Yes, I do. And if you just you wanted three new pans and you're in the market, you might just be like, yeah, they stack if you want to use them, but Here's 200 they, can bucks. Be, no. they can just be pans. <laughs> no, because those pans are okay, too. Not too bad. Yeah. Are you saying pan or pan? pan? I can't hear you. Good housekeeping. Yeah, no, I can't pick one. Can't do it. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Okay. All right. Well, I respect your right to abstain from this one, but yeah, it's all about that durability, babe. Durable. They're going to last you a lifetime. I appreciate that. There's something to be said about the consistency. If I lose the vote. You're losing me, my jury! Then my parting remarks are just make the infomercial about durability. Okay, guys? Just that's all you do. That's my last thing. And then I'm out of here and you can take my money. Spending all that money at the fancy steakhouse. It should have just been, you know what, Dave, you're absolutely right. It should have been the Cleaver Brothers versus the pans. Yeah. And then Susan and Jim in the kitchen. Here's the butter. Like the Cleaver Brothers should have just been trying to destroy them for their entire bit. Look at this torture test. Like, all right, me versus you. Who can break one first? Yeah. Oh my God, neither of us could damage one of these pans. Hey, Sarge. Totally right. Yep. Boom. Back to Sue and Jim actually cooking. I'm cooking. Yeah. Let's do it here with the fixing system. Oh, yeah, 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 guys. She's cooking. Let's redo it. Yeah. Hey, listen. Durability carries the day. Look at this torture test. Let's go to the test. Let's give it a shot. Oh, oh, oh. Infinibon. Liquefied stainless steel is a metal spatula is scraped against Infinibon over 90,000 times. This is the last set of cookware you'll ever need. Adorable. All right, so... We'll head over to the Barry Ozer. If you want to see what 13 inches looks like. Award for best piece of the package. And Vitality Cookware System. That's the whole system. Is comprised of 
The following, you will receive a six quart pot, the family size 10 inch skillet. There's three quart sauce pots and three dual action lids. You'll also receive, call now, a small saute pan, separate rack, David, the Clever Cleaver Brothers cookbook, and the Chem de la Chem. Include a free two month membership to Dining a la Carte. <laughs> That's over a $512 value. Very specific. But you won't pay $593. They come in at five payments of $49.95. Make a call right now. Come on. What do you think? 200 bucks. All this can be yours because the fun is right. Come on down! I like the lids on these things. The dual action lid. Yeah, the lids were pretty good. Not too bad. You're a lid boy? They had that thing. The release. The release you could do. All Vitality cookware comes with their own lid. And then they did that thing when you flip them over. Now we're going to put the lid on. You can actually still hang them. They were like engineered in a way that they could still stick into the pan as if you want to hang them too. So I thought those were at least engineered correctly. But I got to say, like learning about this dining a la carte thing. This is pretty, this is pretty good. Trial membership to Dining a la Carte. So, Mark, did you go into Dave Sandrini's research corner for Dining a la Carte? Did you care to educate us on what you yeah. discovered? Yeah. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Dining a la Carte. I think it was like two months or something. We'll also include a free two-month membership to Dining a la Carte. Membership that you get this. But it's a 20% discount 2020. on the entire bill up to a $600 single dinner check. Members of the program cannot receive more than one discount a month in a given restaurant, but they will receive monthly rebate checks. Now you can use your checking account. So it's basically like we're selling you pans and then you can just go out to eat and take 20% off your bill, which is a pretty nice deal. If, it, if you're talking to 600. Including booze and tip. What about a bit of the hair of the dog that bit you? It's pretty good. A $600 meal? I never drilled down into the disclosures on that thing. I'm going to take this electric drill and I'm going to put it right in the water. Are you crazy? But yeah, 20% off of that's pretty nice. Wow. Yeah, even if it isn't booze, that's not bad. Mm -hmm. Buys lunch. But do the math. $600. 64. 20% discount. <laughs> you do that twice a month. And you got like the one-two punch. How much have you saved? How many eggs? So it's 120 per sitting. You're saving 120 off of 600. That's 240. You, you get $240, and then you just got. And you will be some restaurant's favorite crew twice a month. Like, oh shit, they're here. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> not bad. They gave it back to you right there. We give you a donut hole cutter in every package. Listen, hey, this was gonna be the first time that I picked the cookbook just because. Oh, it was gonna happen. It was going to happen. Yeah, we yeah. missed Whoa. it. God damn it, Mark, your goddamn research. God. I know. It was an ironic buy. Buys lunch. And then I thought to myself, you know, the lids are good. I wish I had a lid like that. Every lid has a vent. And then the a la card came to me and I thought, no, Mark is right. Whoa. This is the only reason that you would ever buy this horrible cooking system <laughs> is if you got a free card, there was a gimmick buy within it that was actually good value. It covered the price. Yeah. It has to be the a la carte. Yeah, has to be the a la carte. Imagine if you were like, hey, we have a dinner next month with these other, this, you know, these other three couples. We're going to this place. It's coming. All right. Well, that sounds like fun. No big deal. You see this commercial, then you're able to compute that on the fly. And you're like, oh, I just get these pans. I get to try and smash with nickels yeah. and metal scrapers for free and stack them up and fuck with my family. That'll be fun. And then I get yep. to be a hero at this 
somewhat awkward group dinner we're having. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm in. Yeah. It's a B2B. That's a yeah. build up to buy. <laughs> it's the, that was the build up to buy right there. Yeah. Baby. Dining out of the card. That's like if Caitlin had this thing, I would make fun of it. Like she, you know, she'd like, she's a coupon kind of person. She'd be like, oh, we got this thing at this restaurant if you want to go. And I'm like, what, yeah. what is that? It's like, well, it's 20% off your bill, homie. And I'd be like, how many push ups you want to do here, pal? Okay. You'd be like, yeah, like what? Like at Applebee's? They're like, no, it's like up to $600. Any restaurant, anyway. they'll just rebate you. Yeah. Shit. Well, then we're spending six hundred dollars at Applebee's. This is going to be disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting diabetes tonight. <laughs> Can we party? Let's party. All the energy you saved at your home got wasted in the microwaves at Applebee's that night. <laughs> this had like twelve going at a time. Yeah. Six hundred dollars with the anytizers. <laughs> no, they're half price. No, <laughs> they were on their plugged in iPads while they were cooking. <laughs> they're like, we can't get you to six hundred dollars. Like, we don't have anything else left. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta man. hit the mats. Gotta hit it. They're like, we'll let you take bottles of booze home. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you, you technically own this Applebee's now. <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah. We can't believe you get, you got it for $480. That's you're terrible. You're terrible. It's <laughs> like that for you. They give you a polo These black pants and white socks and like you're the manager now. I'm the captain now. <laughs> You've done it. Then he just throws like magic dust in the air and disappears and he's like, woo! You're dining a la card disappears in your hand as you get the keys to the Applebee's. Like, wow. Look at this. See the streamers? Wow. Go what happened? I just wanted some pants. <laughs> I didn't even want the fucking pants. I didn't even want them. The boom box. And then Dave said, Kaylin, he's like, I told you this is a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all those risks being well considered, though, it's got to be dining all the car. Can't beat that. The yeah. deal is the deal. It's definitely the highest upside value of an add-on that we've ever seen. <laughs> Let's join. You guys want to join Dining All Card? I'm in. Let's it doesn't exist anymore. No way. Plus, as our gift to you, we'll also include a free two-month membership to Dining A La Carte. Perfect for those times when you want to eat out. You'll automatically save 20% off your total restaurant bill, including tips and tax. And it's your secret. Alrighty, and it's time for the Dan Sturdivant Award for Best Accent or Bad Impression. Fuck you guys! All right, Dan. Oh boy. All right. So from now on, I'm I'm not sharing the pen for the Ronnie categories, dicks. <laughs> All right. So it looks like we're focusing on the that misfire that takes place about the 17 minute mark when the clever cleavers are describing some of their quick and healthy dishes that you can easily prepare in the Vitality Cookware. They start things off with, and you're talking 1996, pop culture. Mm -hmm. Olympics. There's a bomb in Centennial Park. You have 30 minutes. Gomer Pyle. Hey, Sarge. Gomer Pyle. <laughs> hey, Sarge. And 64. And 64. That's very clever. I like that. The Dirty Bird. How about the Dirty Bird or something? Jamal Anderson has his Dirty Bird working. Moving a point, you don't have to celebrate, right? Yeah, they're excellent pop culture reference of Gomer Pyle and Sergeant Carter with their bit from the 60s. It's still cooking. The goddamn gumbo. He's like, oh, we got the gumbo. So we, we got Cajun gumbo, that sausage and shrimp, and a red gumbo sauce. Super wild rice. Yeah. yeah, it sounds kind of like that. I'm sorry. You guys are dicks. Yeah. 
Um, he has home on the range chili with Southwest stuffed cabbage. How about some home on the range chili? Yeah, we got some Southwestern stuffed cabbage. And that's the yeah. accent he did. So that's the accent I'm doing. <laughs> Is there a Southwest accent? I associate Southwest with like New Mexico and New Mexico, Arizona and Arizona. Is that a, is that a fair assessment? Yeah! We're not thinking. Yeah. Texas, right? Uh, Texas isn't Southwest, is it? No. No, definitely oh, not. No. Texas is Texas. Texas is Texas. I'm a guy from Texas. It's the second biggest country in this country. They think it's Russia. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I didn't get that. I don't know. That's it's a reach, and and the bit was bad. Man, I got a bad. Bite. Oh, here's a nice healthy <laughs> dish for you. The Clever Cleaver Cherries Jubilee. Clever Cleaver Cherries Jubilee. And this one, the accent they did was... Was that an accent, though? No. Yeah, they did an accent. Two guys from Providence was the accent they did for that. Hey, you fellas come from Providence? It's really good. <laughs> okay. And then the last nominee is Gomer Pile Part 2, where after they share those three recipes, they go back to the oven and surprise the roast isn't done. But he extra hams up his Gomer pile for this one. Say, so still not done, Sarge. Or whatever Gomer, how's all the roast cooking in the oven? Shazam, Sarge, it's still cooking. The best bad impression, though, as a fellow bad impressionist, acclaimed bad impressionist, was the Cajun accent because it was the closest thing to an actual accent they did. Super wild rice. Big fan of that. Yeah. Out of the menu they're making for us. Just think of the meals you could prepare the vitality way. That was easily the, the best bad impression slash accent. But sticking to the, the nature of, of my award. I really want to eat it. I think the spirit of it is really focused on not what they're talking about. Is there a parrot in the house? But how they, they talk about it. Well, you got to look at this as not the best bad accent but instead the one that if they watched this now or like us watched it now is the one that they would regret the most ah confucius day right <laughs> and <laughs> and you cherry's jubilee yeah. john samos to not <laughs> no 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 uh -uh. Oh, oh really you think so i, I would have thought the cajun accent we were in new orleans on april 1st but yeah the cajun accent is definitely the most jarring and the kenning guy and the most offensive i said no just play goal line and if we're looking for a way to target these guys and get them canceled that's the one you're picking it's not a cajun accent it's a louisiana accent ladies and gentlemen straight from england talking about cajun food oh yeah is there a difference yeah. yes when you're facing a loaded gun What's the difference? But yeah, I think we got there from opposite sides of the tracks, Dave. So we're both riding the yeah. Cajun train. Mark, you're debunking the namesake, I guess. No, I, maybe but, not. Maybe I was looking at it a different way. But now look at that. Yeah, um, fucking grow up. All right, Daniel. As a white guy, I've been a rich man from the north. Nothing is funnier. John Snow Wales alone. Yeah, I'm gonna get political here. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is. I don't Nothing know. Nothing makes me happier when seeing the other part of america the southern white america get made fun of. hey when you're a star they let you do it so if cajun accent or Bo riles you guys think so don't or you? southwest <laughs> cabbage arizona here's the butter you know all right arizona gets made fun of is gomer pile southern <laughs> probably so yeah sure i don't know like i'm saying if they're white and they're southern and they're the other part of america nothing's funny and that's important to me nothing's dumber <laughs> Take a look at some of these charts wait which one won the cajun accent I don't, it doesn't don't matter none of this matters yeah. i mean it's my award so i give it to me 
and the Eric of the Tim and Eric for the Cajun accent. That's the winner of the Dan Sturdivant Award for Best Bad Accent or Congrats to both of us. We, we got Cajun gumbo, that sausage and shrimp, little red gumbo sauce, super wild rice, super wild rice, super wild rice, super wild rice, wild rice. The Cleaver Brothers, yeah. WWE tag team. Wrestling buddies want to be your buddy. I mean, they're a wrestling team, these guys. They're the Holly Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> they're the Bash Brothers. I meant Dudley. So. <laughs> I was like creative control. Gerald Fitzpatrick and Patrick Fitzgerald created control. WCW. They're just these oh, two gigantic yeah. bald dudes in suits. Yeah. I don't know. The simplicity along with the pun. The only way these guys get away with how weird they are. They got dressed for the show reason. <laughs> People call us Chef and Nails. Is if they're phenomenal in the ring. Now, we don't use the ring. You know, that was what my imagination had to do to stay interested in this infomercial. Phenomenal in the ring and like really funny off to the side. Like they have to have something else too. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I'm glad we, we circled back to these guys because... They're described via incredibly outdated mashups. And here are some of the ones that populate their bio page. So it goes. Imagine cloning Julia Child. Hello, this is Julia Child. With Roseanne. Yeah, Trump totally stole my ass. Paul Prudhoe. Makes the juices run in my mouth. With Dom DeLuise. Good, hello. Remember me? I'm personal friend of John's. Or Justin Wilson. Hello there, I'm Justin Wilson. Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a redneck. Summing up the Clever Cleaver Brothers, one reviewer said, they're the Martin and Lewis of munchies, the Rowan and Martin of recipes, and the Abbott and Costello of a la carte. They're stand-up <laughs> chefs who consider themselves, well, comic arts. They're punny guys who probably have too much time. Jesus Right. Leave it to Cleaver. They obviously wrote that. Like, there's yes. no way that anyone other than the two of them wrote exactly that because technically they are one reviewer. It's the most obviously self aggrandizing <laughs> description of what you hope people think about you. <laughs> yeah. So, the fucked up thing is, I'm going to rewatch this. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Dave, it's one of those things where. It doesn't usually happen this way where you're out and Mark and I are still somehow in on the infomercial itself. Mm-hmm. I think because you do value the product in some of it, yeah. maybe more than we do. But I guess the things that I enjoyed about the fucked up nature of the production, the show within the show thing without the banner. So another thing they could have done that would have been great is if they had it all under the umbrella. So a couple of things. One would have been. The umbrella of welcome to whatever cooking system we today on Better Golf. And basically you treat it like a kid's show where you have two 15 minute episodes that run within the same 30 minute time block. So you can kind of have like episode one is the Clever Cleaver Brothers with the Vitality Cookware. And episode two is Sue and Jim cooking in Dina and just like have something different where it's like, okay, so it's like within the box of the framework of show. And one episode is these guys selling this thing. This episode is them selling this thing. So it's still split. It would just be an edit, right? They didn't shoot these yeah. things together. There's no interplay or interaction. So they could like cut it differently and make it feel like two short episodes 
of a cooking show, the middle parts and the elongated call now bit. And I feel like that would actually make it move a little bit better. Head to head competition would be great. You can still write it. Like you can still write in that you're speaking to somebody else, you know? But I don't think that's always how these things get developed. Dave, would you buy it? No. No. I what if dining a la carte was still in business and we wanted to have the B plus banquet over there after? (laughs) Only if we were on the group text. And you guys were like, if you buy this thing, you seriously get this credit. Wedding gift? Hello. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your wedding gifts from Mark and I are going to suck. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be expensive, could... but you're not going to like any of it. <laughs> you're not going to be able to see over it. <laughs> I'm not replacing my pans with this, but if I need new pans, I'd consider it. Yeah. Ugh. Would you yep. smash your old pans or try to? I have an old skill I got to smash. I did actually recently just replace all of my... These pans are good. You know why they're good? Because they're new. New pans are great. <laughs> it's, I'm just like, all right. I'm just trying to... I'm like watching the clock every time I cook. I'm Do the nickel test in them. The nickel back test. Nickel meal is a wise pan. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get any better you than look that. look so much cuter with something in your mouth. With stacking on your pants. Oh, hey, you want to hear some rock and roll? You want to go home? Have we got any nickel back fans in Portugal? All right, it's up to you. Are you sure? <laughs> Speaking of nickels, yeah, I think the Cleaver Brothers have been to multiple Nickelback shows. How the hell did we wind <laughs> up just like a paperback novel? <laughs> Guys, Patreon exclusive. Check out our Nickelback episode. But mm. that's it. I'm out of here. Time to get some swim oil. Good night, kids. Have fun to your apartments. Bye. Bada bing, bada boom. Best wishes and great dishes with Vitality. Thank you all for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, or follow on your preferred podcast medium. And for all things Call Now, visit callnowpodcast.com. And if you want to connect with the boys, you can find them at callnowpodcast on Twitter and Instagram, or send them an email at callnowpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can't fight the urge to pick up the phone and call now, you can leave them a voice message at 617-356-7439. If you call in the next 30 minutes, you might just be the next star of Call Now. Thanks again for listening. We hope you tune in next time to Call Now. Thank you for listening. This has been a B-plus effort. We'll try harder next time.